What are you smoking on tonight, dude? Uh, I have something called papaya, uh, which is decently cheap. So usually when it's cheap, it means, um, at least up here, usually when it's cheap, it means you get like a quick high and then and you just kind of chill out after it. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's not like super, super heady or super trippy. It's enough where you're relaxed really good, um, but it's not going to put you in like a catatonic state for the next couple hours. So I can, it's, it's a, it's a strain where I could smoke it after my 10 hour workday standing on my feet. Um, and probably still knock out some decently coherent sentences for this. (laughs) Well, it's a good strain. On that note, welcome to the Riot Squadcast episode number four. That was recorded? <laughs> yeah, that was recorded. Eh, whatever. Yeah, come on. Who, who doesn't know that you're a stoner by now? I'm a stoner, I'm a stoner, I'm a stoner. That you're one of these goddamn drug addicts. Oh, God. I let, I've let my dare coach down. <laughs> you let that dog down. Oh, God. Scruff McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, 60652, that guy. Oh, my God. That's right. 2016, ladies and sirs. Wasn't it weird that he kind of was wearing that trench coat? Did you kind of find that a little... But odd? you never saw you never saw pants or like a shirt? Yeah. Like, you know was he like, was like rocking dog, like just straight up just hanging hanging loose under that peak. Hanging dog dog. Hanging dog dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's got to be, that's got to be it, right? This this has to be more positive than anyone expected already. You know what? I, I You know, I told you, I was like, going into this, we have to have a kind of upbeat, show Ugh. you know i tried to figure i tried to figure out what music i was going to listen to because I, I we're trying this newer thing now where you know we won't come out with a song uh to do the intro to until it's something that presents from the show and so like i was trying to get in a mood and i was trying to think about songs for the intro earlier today and uh i kept listening to uh the end by the doors and thinking about the season, and it's like, oh fuck. Oh, see, I was thinking, Ugh. I was thinking, uh, the Johnny Cash cover of, uh, of Hurt. I also, it's very funny. I also listened to Johnny Cash. Um, I but I was listening to She Used to Love Me a Lot. Uh, what you're in? That's that's a you're in a downer mood today. Such uh, well, you know, fucking piss a trophy away in mm, two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> it makes you pretty upset. That is true, but you know that's why I'm, I was. Every time I hear uh, that Johnny Cash song come on the radio, I'm like, I got to change this because I'm going to drive my car off the cliff right now. Yeah, it's uh, the guy. The guy is guy is a great way of making you feel pretty awful. Well, like the galaxy. I mean, that's that's that good old country music, though, man. Yeah, it, it can it has really high highs and really low really, lows. Yeah, really low fucking lows. <laughs> yeah. Like the galaxy. Speaking did of low, speaking of low lows. <laughs> speaking of low lows. Yeah, uh, low, low, low. Let's just go into the Dallas game. Like, I mean, we can't avoid it. That's that's the you rewatched one. it. I, right? I did. You know, I came home from work. I rewatched it. Well, I rewatched the first half, and then the second half, I was on my phone, like yeah. not paying attention anymore because. <clears throat> all he really needed could, was that first half and kind of got the gist of the game. Yeah. I, I couldn't watch it. Like I, I sat here watching it live when it first came on and was just getting so fucking upset. And it's like, Oh, we're, and and for the, it's funny. Like for the first 15 or 20 minutes, I thought we could have won it. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, like I thought we could have stole it that first 15, 20 minutes. We had one or two good chances and pissed away a one V one opportunity that should have, been put away yeah uh i'm not going to try to say jeff's last name 
Um, <laughs> but it was it was interesting watching some of these older players that we have. I mean, just melt, absolutely melt, um, and and seeing some of them disappear. Some some who are well, I mean, are definitely in contract years. Where if they if they had any intention on coming back, um, you know, this is the time they need to show it. Um, and disappearing, and, and obviously talking about either Robbie Keane or Steven Gerrard, um, and seeing Robbie Keane in the starting position yet again uh, make Giovanni De Santos um, kind of useless again, like he is the best player we have on our team, and we insist on starting someone who isn't doing a great deal themselves and makes the best player we have on our team ineffective. Yeah, I mean, rewatching that game, I could totally see on some of those breakaways, Keen and um, Geo, I mean, time and time again, run into the same space. And it's the same story yeah. over and over again. They're yeah. two similar players that cannot play together. Yeah, and it's it's interesting um, that they've, they've, you know, to this point, they haven't figured it out. You know, two players who have played at some of the teams they've played at and accomplished some of the things they've accomplished all this time in, and they still can't figure it out. They can't still can't figure it out. Well, I mean, and there's our, there's time left in the season, right? I mean, if you if you follow if you follow the galaxy on social media, yes, there's plenty of time. There's still time for us to figure out a starting eleven. Um, with, I mean, we've guaranteed three games at a minimum, but three games left uh, in the year. Obviously, two scheduled and and the playoff game that we've uh, secured. Yeah, and it's all but secure now that we're gonna have to go into that extra playoff game. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's it's fuck. <laughs> it's so hard to believe, uh, you know, that we're gonna keep a top two spot, not just uh, as far as the points we need to get, but the way we're playing, um, and and the you know the lack of of sharpness and. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm I'm upset. <laughs> I just, I'm so fucking upset. I just find it I, I find it a little funny that we're like, oh yeah, supporter shield is still we can still get first place. Oh yeah. After a couple weeks, look, after a couple weeks, you're like, okay, yeah, second place. We can we can definitely do second place. I think that'll be so a I, that'll be a good spot. And then now we're like, please, for the love of all things that are holy, please everyone pray to their respective deities that we get third place and can whomever play, you're into and and play the uh the less of all evil teams, I guess. Yeah. It's. I listened to the show from two weeks ago, uh, episode two, and I just wanted to smack that stupid optimistic fuck. How how dare you? How dare you be positive for what this team's going to do for you? Oh, the you mean time, you mean you? I mean me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, right. I'm, I mean myself, one hundred percent. You know, I, as I was saying on, on Twitter earlier this week, it was like the last time I was optimistic was the day before the two thousand nine MLS Cup. Ever since then, pessimism. Uh, and and I tried to get optimistic. I tried to be hopeful, and the, all the fuckers let me down. All of them, <laughs> except except AJ. I was happy to see AJ starting again. Yeah, hey, you know what? Look at that. Um, I think Bruce actually made a positive move in the center back. That was kind of shocking. That was honestly. refreshing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was honestly shocking. And there was, and I don't remember what minute it was in, um, but Rogers had a cross that was trapped down by Mendiola, I think. And uh, uh, it was nice to see him, you know, have some contribution going forward. It was nice to see AJ uh, uh, getting a starting spot. Obviously, I'm overjoyed to see Daniel Starris uh, on the bench. Uh, 
you know, a couple negatives from the game. Uh, the the Zimmerman goal. I don't know what the hell's going on. I I know Steven Gerrard kind of fell asleep and is guarding nobody. No, not that to, was not to harp on not to harp. Hold on, not to harp on him, but on the goal, he's guarding zero people. Yes, but if you go back and look at that goal, the Zimmerman is literally literally Keen has him right in front of him and then oh, literally does nothing. You expect Robbie Keane to try? He yes. doesn't have his DP contract. He hasn't gotten his contract extension. He doesn't try right look, now. He doesn't look, try anymore. I'm not saying I I am expecting him to try, especially right. defending on set pieces. That's kind of not what I'm expecting from Robbie Keane. Right. <clears throat> but think, it's so disheartening. Where if you go back and look at that goal, all of it. He <laughs> he literally he I I've said literally like five times by now, but yeah. he watches his man just walk by him and then he looks at i think this Laurentowitz that's to his right he's like why did you why did you not guard him the guy that i was supposed to go you yeah. know guard on that set piece you know what that's what's great I, I saw that on twitter during the game someone goes well in fairness he did tell him to guard him and it's like right if i tell my son to turn the oven off before we leave the house and the house burns down it's my fault you should know better <laughs> Than to trust Jeff Laurentowitz, I'm going to go with that. Uh, you know, even as a defensive midfielder, to cover your man because you're not going to jump to stop him. Well, not only that is that Jeff had an, his own guy he had to cover. Yeah, he was busy failing at that. <sighs> let him fail at one at one move per sec. You know, per instance. Yeah, I mean, I I completely, I I give that up. That's that's Robbie's man. He was supposed to cover. You know what I did enjoy though was uh Rod- there's a Keen there's a mo- yeah there's a moment where uh Jared's trying to run down a defender and pull him down for a professional foul like uh Keen tried to do uh the last time we recorded same situation running absolutely as hard as he can body won't let him catch up with the player to pull him down for a foul like how far that guy's fallen from what the galaxy hoped they were getting I mean what can you expect out of a guy who's nothing, thirty-seven, nothing. It's it, this is a it's it's a, a brutal it's a, it's a pretty tough league, man. And I think guys who come over here tend to underestimate underestimate that. Well, you, you know, you show up for a vacation, and and you get here, and uh, some kids, it's some ho- kids it's from called Dallas, a holiday. You show up on holiday, right? Right, Harry, Harry, <laughs> Harry Potter or Harry Redknapp. <laughs> Uh, you know, Potter, fucking Potter. I'm I'm down with the Potter man. I love I love the Harry Potter. You are a pothead, Potterhead. Fucking, fucking Hermione. Is he fucking Hermione? I don't, I don't know. I shouldn't have smoked before this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think you perfectly did a good job of smoking before this because gonna be. I, I'm so lot. fucking depressed. <laughs> I'm so depressed by this team right now. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, you'll be all right. You're leading me to drugs, Bruce. Next thing you know, we'll be in a in the alley sucking dick for some coke. Giving ZJ's Z jobs. Yeah. If you if you don't know what it is, you can't afford can't it. Can't afford it. That's it. Throwing quarters at people. <laughs> Just coining people in the street. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Dallas fucking sucked. Uh, there's no two ways about it. Um, Best scenario now is we finish third, so we can play. I mean, best. Best scenario, I guess, is is Colorado continues to shit the bed. They're but 
if we well, it, it doesn't matter like it we don't even if colorado shits the bed it doesn't matter we don't look like we can win a game Mm-mm. no i don't and what's the big deal anyway i mean first round knockout second round maybe i mean does this it's weird it this team doesn't look like an mls contender well, but that's neither what happened did last year neither, too neither did portland yeah and one of the things that was strange well no portland got hot last year right at the right time which is the yeah. usual mo for mls cup winning teams right and they're the i mean as jamesy pointed out a buddy of ours uh, uh riot squad guy uh, jamesy pointed out portland's probably one of the top three worst teams on the field to have won a mls cup but they got it done and they got hot at the right moment and going into the mls cup finals i i had picked them to win it i think a lot of people you know thought they could get over that hump yeah but we don't look like a team getting hot at the right moment we look like a team slowing down we look like a team that's old we definitely look like a team showing our age um and the conditions of everywhere outside of the pacific northwest it seems like because it's freezing fucking balls here right now um it's they're playing in some hot cities we still got you know back in la for the the last game of the season and we're what away to houston well, we're away to Houston uh, next week, and then. The week well, yeah, after I mean, that, it flipped those around, but yeah, it it doesn't. <clears throat> it doesn't look like it's going to be an easy road from a team who doesn't look like they've got their shit together. No. They definitely don't look like everyone is on the same page. No. Um, you know, I saw a moment during the game where where Gordo called for Landon, and Gordo, you know, came came in later, called for Landon, Landon fucking Donovan to come help him. Uh, guard a guy, you know, a second man on him, see if he could force him to make a mistake. Uh, and Landon looks right at Alan Gordon, looks back at the player, and doesn't make a move. Doesn't make a move at all to to help out, to press in. If Alan Gordon and Landon Donovan aren't on the same page, like, what the fuck is going on at that team? Uh, I mean, it's it's disheartening. It's It really is. It's, it's all the makings of a first-round elimination like last year. Yeah. It feels like, like, um, remember we got eliminated by RSL in 2013, I think. Was it RSL? I think it was RSL. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I think it was RSL. We got eliminated by RSL in 2013. And it just felt off. It felt off from the, from the beginning. Like that's kind of how it, it feels this year for me anyway. I mean, that's how, I mean, th- I'm harping on it, but it, it, that's how it felt last year as well. You know, we got yep. we got really bad the last month and a half of the season, and it just continues in the playoffs and get you know eliminated in that first round. And it's, would you? Okay, here's a question: Would you Shoot. rather be eliminated in that first round or be eliminated in like say a final or the Western Conference final? Oh, first round is easy. Yeah, um, just get it done, right? The 2009 MLS Cup final was on November 22nd, 2009, and it was the worst day of my life. Uh, I've had some shitty things happen. I think we've all had some some decently shitty things happen in our life. Watching the Galaxy lose MLS Cup uh, after the trip we had in Seattle um, was the worst day, absolutely unequivocally the worst fucking day of my life. So I would I would much rather lose in the first round if I have to pick. Obviously, the 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 hope is we win a treble like we're setting Dallas up for this year um, as we handed them the open cup and we're handing them the supporter shield. Um, 
But I, I would much rather, if I have absolutely have to pick, I'd rather lose in the first round for sure. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, just getting it out of the way, the, the inevitability of it. You want to hear what's crazy? No. And I, I thought about this today. Um, if we don't, If we don't make it to the cup final this year, it will be the first time in eight years um, that we didn't appear in two straight MLS Cup finals. One of two. Yep, I saw that stat today. That's pretty pretty astounding, That's actually. crazy. Yeah. And of course, if you don't mind, let me take a second and thank uh, Sean Steffen for that fact that had nothing to fucking do with him, but anything in relation to the Galaxy apparently belongs to him. So there you go. Thank you for the credit for the idea that anybody else had because it all belongs to you. You're the genius of the Galaxy. Thank you, sir. Um, is this another credit that dude's wife situation? Yeah, this is. Oh, this is 100% a credit that dude's wife. Oh, boy. Like, I, I was sitting at work today uh, on my lunch break and I was thinking about the Galaxy and I, I thought uh, I, I thought of this little stat and I, I tweeted it out and immediately the dude's like, you should thank me for that. I was like, why? He goes, I tweeted I tweeted the Squadcast uh, that, that stat on your last podcast. I was like, right, but I pay so little attention to the fact that you exist. Uh, apparently, I, I looked over it entirely and either never read it or just didn't pay any attention to it. Whomever is listening to this, I want you to understand how few people actually tweet us. We're building a listenership. We're building Twitter followers. So, so few people will tweet us out of nowhere. I still ignored this dude's tweet. <laughs> you got, even, you're even you're with, a stats dealer, man. Even with, it's, with so few people tweeting us, I still fucking ignored this guy's tweet. And I don't dislike Sean. A lot of people talk bad about Sean. I defend him. I'm not sure why, but I defend him. Uh, and and I've I've met him a few times. He's actually a decently nice person. Um, but you're a stats dealer. But then he says he says stupid fucking shit like this, and I don't know how to deal with it. Well, I don't know. You'll be all right. I mean, my my base is to make fun of him, which is you know what I do. Um, it's how I deal with things I don't understand, and and I don't understand someone who thinks ideas belong to him but you know credit sean Stefan. thank you for the tweet that i never read um you know really appreciate it bottom of my heart you are very angry and and uh i'm, depressed in, a, today. I'm, in, a, I'm in a bad fucking mood <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's keep this one short because i think we're both like uh not feeling it i don't know i'm gonna yeah all right <laughs> i'm gonna drink <laughs> what's so, next though? all in all dallas game sucked we sucked Sucked a huge bag of dicks. Massive, massive bag of dicks. We look shitty. Um, I have no hopes to make it past the first round. So anything other than that, yeah. This is where, God, I shouldn't do this. It's so fuck. It's foolish. I think we make it past the first round. And I think it only because. Think of this. If we, if we do finish third, Mm -hmm. the team most likely we're going to play is sporting Kansas City. Ooh. We can beat them. You saw that last game we played against them, right? Yeah. I mean, bear in mind it was away, but still. I mean, they ran around us the whole time. Yeah, we're old, for sure. But this is like, we have the ability. I don't know why we can't turn it on. I, I don't know why no one appears to be on the same page. Uh but we have the ability to turn it on. If you look, I mean, it's it's one of the, the topics we'll talk about later is Bruce. 
why he can't seem to get these guys either on the same page or playing the same soccer um, or playing an effective soccer. But we have the ability on the page on the on we have the ability on paper where any team in the league would look at us and go, well, that's a team we got to worry about. But then the whistle blows. But has that been has that been the case since like, let's be honest, since uh, De Jong left? Has that really been the case of like teams are scared of us? No. Well, they should. They they don't really. I mean, Nigel will give you a legitimate reason to be scared of us. I mean, nightmare nightmares. But what I'm saying is that ever since he's been gone. I mean, the team has looked pretty awful. I have a quick game I want to play with you. I think the name of this is going to be the interlude. Yeah. I have a quick game I want to play with you. Oh, this is where it gets sexy. You obviously know the game Mary Fuck Kill. Right. Okay, so we're going to do that, but with a couple of... uh. Well, explain it, Ed. Every game is someone's first game. So Mary F. Kill, to keep it safe... Right for the children. Wait, for, for, every we did nothing but curse this whole thing. Shut your fucking mouth! No, we didn't. I think I said fuck Sean Stefan, who's a friend of mine. Yeah, you might have. That's true. Anyways, so marry, fuck, kill. It's a you know a game of choice. So you either choose one. There's gonna be three options. You choose one that you're gonna marry, which you know you'll have for the rest of your life. Fuck is kind of like a one night stand thing. You only do it once, and then that kill. kid thinks he that kid thinks he came up with the idea. Of if we don't make a Molesk Cup this year, we've missed it for, you know, two consecutive years for the first time. How in the fuck? Uh, sorry. I Sorry. Sorry. I'm good. I'm good. I'm past it. And kill is you just take that off the table. You'll never want to see that ever again. Got it? Stupid fucking guy. Yeah. All right. So here's the Mary fuck kill situation. Number one. I kill Sean Stefan. You have the CONCACAF Champions League. MLS Cup and the US Open Cup. Uh I kill the Open Cup. I, yeah, I saw that. Although which which isn't really fair cuz I do like the idea of the Open Cup, but in comparison, uh it's nowhere nowhere near. I love um, the Open Cup. Love it. Uh ooh. I would marry MLS Cup because I I want to as as important as winning the Champions League is, I would like to win it and then in fairness, my interest will probably drop a decent amount. But the idea of looking at our crest, the Galaxy's crest, for the rest of my life and seeing us have more stars than D.C. United or San Jose or San Jose and Houston combined, um, that makes me happy. Like, that that warms my heart. I would like to be the kings of this country first and foremost, and after that, then move on to uh, CONCACAF, and after that, you know, the rest of the planet. So you're you're marrying MLS Cup and then you're gonna fuck the Champions League. Well, I assume by fuck you mean like I have you know a one off with it. And yeah, then it's, it re- it's a one off. It realizes I'm not that good and it kind of you know finds somebody better. Well, it wakes up the next morning and is like, "Who is this guy? And how can I get out of here without being noticed?" Oh my goodness, I, that's never happened to me before. Just letting you know. I like that it's letting me sleep in in this scenario though. That's all. I, yeah. That's all I really I care mean, about. Come on. Even even if it's like their apartment, it's gonna right. leave you. It's, it's gonna it's gonna leave me and leave a note just like, hey, just be gone by the time I get back. Just lock the door on your way out. On your way out, yeah. Don't take anything. Take a bagel. There's cream cheese in the the second drawer on the left. Well, that's that's really nice. Yeah, I mean, I'm a I'm a 
I'm a, a good lover, you know. I, I, I I'm, I'm a caring lover. Your provider. Yeah, <laughs> I give you shelter, and then I give you little spoon. Um, little spoon. You're a big spoon. I like to switch off every now and then. You seem like you go both ways. No, definitely. Come on, man. It's it's it feels nice to be little spooned. I wonder if anyone's like he just made a gay joke at Ed. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. No, well, if they if they don't know us by now, come on, dude. Every sure. every joke every joke is a gay joke to us. That's it. One hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Hetero life mates. Hetero life mates, bro. Situation number two. All right. Landon Donovan. Yella Van Dam. Ooh. Alan Gordon. Oh, that's cruel. Oh. Oh, and I got to kill one of them? Yeah. Yeah, you do. Fuck. You couldn't give me one person that I'm not, like, utterly in love with? Yellow Van Dam, Landon Donovan, Gordo. Yep. That is a situation, oh. sir. God, turn your fucking vibrate off on your phone. <laughs> Amateur. Amateur. That's not my phone. Oh, sh- oh. <laughs> I'm like call it, calling you an amateur and I had you sing for a minute and a half while I went and got a beer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, oh my God. Yellow Van Dam, Alan Gordon, Landon Donovan. Yes, sir. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's <laughs> hard. They're all hard. I can't. Um, yeah, they are. Oh my God. Uh, all right, come on. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta choose it. I kill or lose it. I kill. Uh, oh God! I kill Yellow Van Dam. Impossible. He can never die. I, physically, I, I can't. Well, look, he might be able to die. I know I'm not going to be the one to take him out. No, he's like the T1000 man. He's he's always going to come back in some form. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, I think I. Oh my God! I guess I kill Yella. I would marry Landon, and I'd fuck Gordo. I, I I agree with that because obviously Landon with the financial stability he could right. be he could be your he could be your sugar daddy. I don't know. Gordo just seems like it would be a. I mean, he seems awesome, but it seems like it would be a rough marriage on my liver. And yeah, I don't really. He I don't seems, know what breaks down drugs in your body, but and that he seems like he would be a gentle yet passionate lover. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know what to say to that. Um, I've never thought about Alan Gordon carnally. I know a lot of women have. Come on, man! You saw that the galaxy Apparently did that Ed whole. Has. You saw the, the galaxy did that whole promotion where he had like naked and just had the the soccer ball in front of his his dong. I have the GIF files of all of those saved on my phone. Okay, you then. never know. You Come never on. know. I mean. Those are the, you know, you just can't have them in the spank bank, dude. You got to have the physical evidence of it. Oh, yeah. I, I, James Franco wishes he had them in 127 days or hours or whatever the movie's called. The one where he can't jerk off with his right hand? Well, he gets all like Luke Skywalker. I think they cut his hand off. Uh, I don't know. I've never seen it. You get the you get the gist. He was stuck somewhere. He wishes he could look at a naked Alan Gordon, as we all do. I mean, yeah, we uh, we all feel that we need to look at a naked Alan Gordon every now and then. That was hard. I can't I can't imagine killing one of those guys. They all seem awesome. Yeah, I know, right? That's I mean, that's awesome. the nature of the game, man. You got to make sacrifices. Well, that's why I did kill for Yella because he's just he spent so much less time here, and Gordo is you know a legend with the fans. Alan or Alan uh, Landon, obviously a legend on the field. 
Yellow's getting there, but right now he's just a really, really good player and a memorable defender. Well, see, that's why I think that, um, you know, Yellow, he, you can try to kill him, but he's like Chuck Norris, man. He never dies, dude. No. I mean, and Landon, Landon would just look at me with puppy dog eyes. And Gordo would just drink until he fell asleep. So maybe that would be the best one. Oh, you know, be cool. So you can like, you can braid Gordon's hair. Talk about boys. Luxurious. <laughs> and give, talk about boys. Give, yeah, dude. Give him some corn rolls or something. Oh, shit. That sounds dope. All right. Who's, what's number three? Number three. This is going to be short. This is awful. Bob Bradley. Frank Kill. Yollop. Kill. Rude Hulet. Oh, fuck. Uh, well, Bob Bradley's going to live in this scenario for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> um, of all the three, of course, yeah, Bob's going to be the absolutely. one who lives. Bob, Bob Bradley's going to live. Uh, Frank Yallop, I kill, reanimate, and put down again. Um, Rude Hulet, I guess, gets hate fucked in like a real weird, violent kind of way. Because uh, that guy was awful and doesn't get nearly enough shit. Um, oh God, Yallop was the fucking worst. Uh, yeah, I guess Bob Bradley would be Mary. Um, he does have those like piercing blue eyes. So yeah, yeah, look, I guess you I can mean, lick those for the rest of your life. And he produces above average midfield sons. Um, I guess I marry Bradley. I I would fuck Hulet and. Uh, uh, I would, I would massacre, uh, Frank Yallop for what he did to my team, <laughs> for what he did to my fucking team. I would slice that dude's throat from ear to ear. What, but, what, what do you think he's doing right now? Cause I mean, he doesn't have a job anymore. He can't, he can't get a job in MLS anymore. Uh, well look there, wait till LS, LAFC comes. There's always a team stupid enough. People keep giving that guy a job for whatever reason. Um, it's, it's been a while since he had a job though, right? Fucking knocked uh, oh I don't know. He was he was with San Jose for a minute, and then he got let go. Um, he and got they brought fired. He got he got Vince McMahon fired. Yeah, and uh, I assume that was the reference you were going for. <laughs> yeah, it was. I keep waiting to figure out when I'm going to put a um a wrestling theme song as the the opening credits. The day will come, I'm sure. Well, I wanted to do Shinsuke Nakamura when we won a MLS Cup. Uh, if if anyone listening to this watches uh, NXT. Um, you should be following the king of strong style, Mr. Shinsuke Nakamura, um, the greatest wrestler on the planet. Oh, yeah, that song's dope, dude. It's really awesome. Yeah, check out Shinsuke Nakamura's entrance from NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 2. It was awesome. Um, I wanted to do that for MLS Cup, but, you know, yeah. so maybe we'll do it today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen right now. Not this uh, year, at least. Maybe we put it in today. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I don't know. It's probably not going to happen. Shinsuke Nakamura. Sorry. Uh, speaking of of international people, this is the ter- most terrible segue ever. Segway. Uh, let's talk about uh, Kevin Baxter's article that just came out recently about the Whoa. the hardships of MLS travel. Hold on. To put a quick button on the last topic, Frank Yallop is the head coach at Arizona United. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that either. No, I mean, fuck him. Yeah, if USL. He, if he so. can, if he has to rot in Arizona, I'm fine with that. Did you hear about the USL 
pushing for uh, second division and the NASL potentially folding? Oh, yeah. I mean, I hear about it all the time. I mean, like, even uh, I just saw an article today. I, I, sorry, I'm not going to credit whoever uh, wrote it, but saying... Uh, Sean Steffen. It was Sean Steffen. Sean Steffen invented whatever the hell you're about to talk about. That the, uh, that team, Rio, Kansas City? Rio, yeah, whatever? Rio, Rio Vallecano? Yeah, yeah. Um, the police will no longer be uh, at their games anymore for security. What the hell? Why? I guess they're not being paid. Holy, that's or something. Nuts. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, well, they're having financial problems. That team, which yeah. I mean, they're brand new well, this year. It's a well, it's a team. They're owned by a um, a team from La Liga that doesn't have crazy money, but saw fit to put money into this third division, second division, um, team from from America. It was, it's a it was a really strange deal. America. America. Yeah. Uh, anyways, that's not the topic we're talking about. We're talking about Kevin Baxter's article. Yeah, Sean Stefan wrote that. Fuck you. Sorry, I'm done. I won't do it anymore, I promise. Jesus, man. <laughs> I don't like someone accusing me of plagiarism. It's bullshit, especially on jokes or facts, whatever. <laughs> so are you saying that you're the uh, Carlos Mencia of Twitter stats? Apparently, uh, according, according to this fucking guy. So kids, Carlos Mencia was a comedian back in the mid-2000s, and he was... Uh, allegedly stealing people's jokes. Carlos Mencia, Google him. He's not funny. Don't Google him. Are you still yeah. there? <laughs> I was finishing my other beer. God. All right, so Kevin Baxter's article. Um, basically, I mean, things that we've already known about MLS, about their kind of wacky rules and regulations they put in place to quote-unquote keep the you know, playing Keep level. Down. Yeah. Yeah. Well that, I mean, that's not the main reason they, they talk about keeping the, the playing level even because the teams that have big, you know, big money owners like us and the New York's and Seattle's Seattle. and all that stuff yeah. that they can't. They, so this is, this is what uh, Kevin Baxter's article was about was that MLS teams can only charter four flights a year for their team. So the four games out of the whole season, regular season games, there's 34 games. So that means if you don't use them, <clears throat> excuse me, if you plan on going to playoffs, you tend not to, like Bruce Arena doesn't use his, uh, the charters until the playoff games, like typically. So you have 30 to 33 games of professional athletes flying in coach and you know sitting with people who are going to go on like a business trip to Kansas City or something like that as as a fat guy and i can attest to this just sitting there as a non athlete i get cramps and the seats are uncomfortable and then these guys are playing 90 minute games running 7 to to 8 miles a, a game and then having to fly back I mean, how is that? How is that something that's appealing to these guys who, who want to come here to play? How is that appealing to them? Um. Well, when you say guys who want to come here to play, what do you mean? I'm talking. You, this is this is the thing. You have an image to uphold. Mm -hmm. No matter what, even if it's a good league, you still have an image to uphold. And we we've I mean we've grown up with with MLS and and we've known where players used to make twelve thousand dollars a year. 
17 grand, yeah. Yeah, you know, they used to make pretty much almost less than minimum wage a year. Right. So, I mean, we've kind of we've kind of grown with the league and know the, all the the funny business that goes behind the league. Mhm. This is this is 2016, man. It's like right. it's time to get it's time to be get with the modern sports era. This isn't this isn't MLS where you're paying guys less than if they worked at McDonald's. Right. You know, it's um, it's time to open up the purse a little bit and let these guys fly so that they're, they're not getting injured like Alan Gordon and and Cole who had to be like stretched in the middle of the aisle because their backs tightened up so bad. Yeah. And look, that's that's awful. Um uh, I guess, and not to defend the league at all, obviously we need to get to a point where teams are conducting themselves in a more professional way. Uh, uh, charter flights for a team that can afford it. I understand where the competitive advantage comes from. Obviously, if the Galaxy are, are chartering flights 17, 18 times a year versus, let's say, Columbus that are going to have to be on, on um, what do they call, commercial flights for, for their away games. One of uh, a longtime Riot Squad person and uh, one of my best friends uh, and my ex-roommate, uh, Amy, uh, traveled to Seattle away uh, earlier this year, a few, about a month or so ago. And she was on the flight with the Galaxy. And as as amazing as it was for her, and it was great that she got to, uh, Alan Gordon took a photo with her, and we were able to get that picture back to him. Um, Baja Hussidic took a photo with her. I know how much Amy makes a year. She should not be able to afford to sit in the same section as professional athletes who will play on ESPN, who will play on Fox Sports, who will play on nationally broadcast games. If they play for a league that views themselves as something more than uh, a pastime for kids uh, to play on Saturday mornings. Well, if you really, you know, it's if you really want to call yourself a major sport, you cannot have your professional athletes, you know, flying. I mean, let's be honest. They should be flying in a better economic class. Well, look, realistically, and if you think about the whole picture of what this season has been, where we, you know, preseason when we were able to sign DeYoung and, and Ashley Cole and, and Yella Van Damme and, um, you know, Jared's still here for some reason or, or other. Uh, we try, if you remember in the summer, we made a hard push to try to sign Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Yeah. Can you imagine trying to tell him that he <laughs> has to sit in coach to fly to Houston to play in 90 degree weather? Well, he and would, you're saying, he would, well, yeah, he would karate chop someone in the throat. Yeah. We're flying Delta, my man. And can you imagine telling Zlatan Ibrahimovic of all people, Hey, we need you to uh, hop in the coach section. You're you're in row 25 of this Delta airline. Hey, Zlatan, we're going to be flying Spirit Airlines today. Yeah, the, a guy who thinks he, he might <laughs> arguably be bigger than the game itself, who calls himself the god of Manchester. If the Galaxy genuinely made a strong push for that guy, and, and almost every internal source I have at the Galaxy says that we made a very, very hard, legitimate push for him, can you imagine attempting to convince that guy that he's got to fly coach 
to play it at DC United. To play well, it that's at the, the big fishbowl of a stadium. And, you know, that's the thing is, is when we go back to talking about perception, you know, it, it is a, a selling point to players coming over to this league. You know, you're going to have, you know, we're going to have guys talk to Robbie Keane and Gerard and Cole and be like, oh, you know, I'm, you know, I've been approached by, you know, LA Galaxy. You know, what is it like? Yeah. They're not going to sugarcoat and like, oh, it's great. You know, to, well, there is this one thing um, you ha- might have to fly and usually the, the flights are delayed. Is that a and dog? Then you have to... Yeah, I think my dog in the background. Sorry. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. Sorry, I heard it. I was just like, this guy, it sounds like he lives in the hood and like fucking Gardena. Well, I do, man. Yeah. Dude, I got, there's like. I miss Gardena. Tw- there's like 20 dogs in this block and they all bark at the same time because they're all. I like to think someone was hearing, fucks. hearing you talk about like Zlatan and all these players and they're getting all amped up and they're like, yeah, he's right. Why are they talking about Gardena? Yeah, they don't <laughs> care. Sorry, what you were you were rallying up, Ed. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, my point. My point is that the perception. You know, the perception of the league is something that is a selling point to players who are going to come over here or who are potentially are going to come over and play for our team. Yeah. Well, Jared said one of the things that he really liked about playing for the galaxy was being able to go around and not being bothered half as much as he was in Europe, you know, being able to to live a life with his kids and his wife and go out and he gets stopped and talked to every now and again, but it's not nearly as bad as it was uh, back in Liverpool or back in England. No, of course not. And then you have, you know, in part of the article you had uh, where, you know, people were asking, oh, you know, what are you, what are you guys from? Like, what do you guys do? And you have some of the players saying, oh, we're a boy band. You, or you have Bruce Arena who tells the players, hey, don't wear any Galaxy gear because this is embarrassing. We don't want anybody to see us. It's fucking. Like, what kind of. It's fucking. That's, it's, that's it's rich. It's rich that that guy, Bruce Arena, this year is talking about it being embarrassing uh, to have them wearing Galaxy gear. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a good year. Underperform, <laughs> underperform is all hell, and have any embarrassment. Yeah, you have your own team. The team you love is like, no, we're not going to wear the gear because it's embarrassing. What do you think about uh, this Robbie Keane not talking to the media thing? Have you heard about that? Oh yeah, man. That's again from from our, you know Kevin Baxter. By the way, is going to be mentioned a lot because I love that guy's articles and love his writing. He's amazing. He is not the ultimate Galaxy insider. Yeah, if you will. I mean, he is he is the Galaxy Insider. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he breaks he breaks the news down before the LA, before before LA is gives Adam Serrano the permission to 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 post anything. I gotta, which is really I gotta, sad. I gotta come in here and defend Adam Serrano. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm no, not no, I don't think, coming down him. I don't think you're going at him, but it's one of my consistent problems. I can't imagine that this guy doesn't have that information. And I give him a hard time, and I see even on Twitter he kind of gets a hard time about it. I can't imagine he doesn't get that information. You add, no, no, no. you would add so much legitimacy to that guy's job and that guy's title if you let him break one story. You no, that's him. what I, that's but that's what I said. I said I think he I know he has the information. No, no. Yeah. It's the galaxy that has to give him permission to post that information. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying it about you. You know, I'm certainly guilty of, of ragging on this guy a lot, 
But yeah, fuck you, man. Was that fuck me or fuck Serrano? No, you. Fuck. You dick making me all guilt tripped over here. Oh, I'm sorry, man. You know I love you, boo. Um, but it's it's you add so much legitimacy to that guy's title if you would just let him break one fucking story, just one story. Let him break. I mean, meaningless stories. Let him break Landon coming back. He breaks Landon's coming back. I'm like, oh shit. Okay, Serrano is on the inside, and I know he's on the inside, obviously. But Serrano is giving me information that's on the inside. I love it. Nigel DeYoung's leaving. Let him break that shit. Like, I don't understand why this. I mean, you, you, and when I say you, I mean as a club, you relegate this guy to retweeting other people's articles. Like, why? Let him break one story, one story of note and of meaning. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand it. It's, it's so weird. I, I can't. I, you know, it's, it's, it's weird on our part. How do you think he feels? Dude? Honestly, like. It must be frustrating on his part to know that he has to, he's getting beat to these stories, even though he knows them yeah. and he's, he probably has all information, but he's being beat to these stories because he can't post them presumably. until he gets presumably, presumably. allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Oh it yeah. yeah. It, it's, Anyways. It okay. What were we talking about? Oh, the King situation. Yeah. That fucking guy. You know, it's, it's awkward. I mean, you know, it's, it's weird that, MLS hasn't come down and, and given him fines for this stuff because, you know, you sneeze, you sneeze on a butterfly and MLS is like, oh, you're fine. Don't say something about a ref. You, yeah, say, you say word one about a ref and they'll drop the hammer, but we haven't heard. No, 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 no. Don't say anything bad about the league or we'll find you. Yeah. Like <laughs> what kind of like crazy, crazy, like dictatorship do these guys run where you're like, if you say our refs were bad today, we will find you. Even though like, they were awful, have... it doesn't matter that they were actually awful. Um, that part's irrelevant. Don't say word one that's bad about the league. But anyway, why why haven't we heard from Robbie? Why why would you suspect we haven't heard from the captain of the team during a slump, where the general mood, uh, if you follow on social network, seems to be uh, pretty down, obviously, with the supporter shield being you know mathematically impossible for us. It seems like this would be the moment that your you know your captain kind of rallies. Yeah, he rallies exactly. everyone around, tells the tells the fans, hey, you know, we need you in the stadium for the last game. We need you loud. We need you proud. We need you, you know, fucking go after go fucking after Dallas. They may have fucked us out of the supporter shield and they may have fucked us out of the open cup, but on this day, this fucking day we beat him. Where is that guy? That I mean, that guy used to be here. I don't know what he's. I don't know where he's at now. Did Did you read what uh what what uh Serrano actually quoted him of all people? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Serrano, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I probably should have looked it up before I mentioned that, but you know, I'm high and lazy. But anyways, it's 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 weird because I mean it's ever since what was it the Euros this this summer? Yeah, fucking Euros and. You know, Keane's been injured. He hasn't been with the team that often. It's just here we go. You ready? Hold on, I got it. You ready? All right. Well, let me finish the thought. Like it's <laughs> it's just all right. Ever since he's been Sorry. ever since he's been ever since he's been back, it's he's been kind of invisible. I would say before he left, when he got surgery in the middle again, when he got surgery in the middle of our season, in the beginning of our season, so that he could be healthy stay healthy Ireland. to sit on the bench for Ireland during the European Championships. Yeah. I would say he's he's been dis, he's been uh, 
pretty invisible since then. All right, now read what uh, Adam Serrano quoted him. So this is this is uh, Adam Serrano's quote from uh, the Galaxy Insider. Uh, Robbie Keane on the state of the LA Galaxy heading into the final two games of the MLS season. Quote, there's no problem. We've lost two games. It happens to every team. That's the way football goes. You're not going to win every game. It's irrelevant now. It doesn't matter what happened before. It's about what we do now. This is the part of the season where you have to win because if you don't win, then you're going home. It's simple as that. That's the only way to understand it. If you lose, then you go home. I don't want to go home in November or October. My son still has to stay in school until December 18th. I want to stay here until then. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I understand the heat you got building up. I understand the fervor you have for the galaxy and, and, and the energy you have after hearing such a rousing patent S speech from your captain. My son has to stay in school until December 18th. I don't want to leave before then. Goddamn, Robbie. I mean, a man amongst men. Now, I, I want to follow him into battle. 300 all over again. That's that's my club captain. That is a uh, that is a rousing speech if I've ever heard one. Oh, I mean, I'm 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 hot under the collar. My loins are burning. I'm so I'm so into it. My son can't leave school yet. <laughs> oh, this fucking guy. It's it's pretty incredible. Like it's you know th exactly what you say. This is the time to be like you know, we just gotta pull it together and and you know get get there, get it done and get into the playoffs and just bust her ass like that's the that's what you want to hear who who would you say and i'm not saying that he's on this list but of full-time captains who would you say is the worst galaxy captain in history to date oh that's tough man um I wouldn't say Keen is our worst captain because I know that's where you're kind of heading. I agree. No, I agree with that. I don't think he's our worst. <laughs> I have a specific person and a specific year in mind. Um, I think giving the captaincy to Beckham that first year was probably the worst idea. 2007, David Beckham is the worst Galaxy captain we've had in history. Period. Yeah, bar yeah. none. Without question. Absolutely undeserving. Um, was done as a media stunt. At least it appears that way was done as a PR stunt. Um, it was done because you see Beckham with the armband when you think of England. You you see Beckham with the armband when you think of Manchester United. It's the reason David Beckham was the captain of the LA Galaxy, period, dot, dot, the end. With that said, David Beckham, in what would likely be his last year with the team, 2012, was not captain, obviously. But in 2012... David Beckham would, even he would have given a more rousing speech to the fan base for the first time he's talked to the fans in two and a half weeks. Even Beckham would have done more than what Robbie Keane said to the fans for the first time in two and a half weeks. I think, he, I think David Beckham in a Milan shirt would have probably given a more rousing speech. I, I, I read that and I got so much more upset at Robbie Keane uh, than I had already been. And I, I, I continue to hope to be wrong about him. Um, I hope he somehow finds a way to turn it on, even though we have so little time left to do it. 
but that was for what is already a disheartening time for this team as a fan and as the it was hard to hear and as the captain speaking to someone who you know is going to write a piece about exactly what you say because that's their job that is Serrano's job to he's a reporter basically knowing that you're speaking to the guy who will report directly on what you say and that the fans will presumably read it that was the best you had um really highlighted to me how done Robbie Keane probably is both with giving the rousing speeches probably on-field performance and generally most things involved with the team it seemed like he's pretty done and I don't know what's going on I don't know I have no information about this guy's contract situation I know he still wants a designated player deal at least it seems that way um, and I know it, it I'm assuming the team doesn't want to give him one because it's taken a pretty long time and he usually signs these things during the season yeah, you know what? The last couple of years, it's been two-year extensions, two-year extensions. It just keeps rolling. Yeah. But that sounds like someone who was co- like, I mean, I'm assuming. Um, it sounds like someone who is not very passionate. It read like someone who was uh, probably rehearsed a couple of those lines. Uh, not necessarily with anyone that I know of or, or with PR or with, you know, social media or anything like that. But it sounds pretty scripted. It sounds like someone who's kind of going through the motions. Uh, hopefully they'll release, you know, some well, audio it, or some he, video. Yeah, he gave a non-answer answer. You know, it was like, yeah, you know, these last two games we lost. How the f- I mean, it starts out? With, in the past. It starts out with there is no problem. How the fuck yeah. is there no problem, dude? You had a chance. No, these last these last two months have not been terrible or me, awful at all. August wasn't a problem. No, it wasn't. The fact that you lost, you had a chance at a trophy. You had a chance to finish first overall. You had a chance for home field advantage through to the cup final. And you somehow pissed it all away. No, that's not a problem. Not a problem. With, with, no. I mean, fuck me. Getting ripped to pieces. You're just being, you're just being a negative Nancy. Everything's fine. Did you renew Rainbows and cookies. I know we lost the last two games. But did you renew your season tickets? Yeah, you got ripped to shit. Because... <laughs> you got ripped to shit by Seattle. Destroyed. That's by that's the email I get. That's the email that the Galaxy fans get the very night that Seattle beats the shit out of us. Is yeah, I know we got our ass whooped, but did you renew your season tickets? Have you have you considered doubling down for the new year? And look, as <laughs> as as someone, who have you thrown away? Have you thrown away more money this year? And and this is this will be uh, I'll do my best to to help you segue here, but as someone who used to be uh, uh, one of a leading body or a part of a group of of leaders of a um, a supporters group, I absolutely think you should get season tickets. You don't do it because you're you're happy with necessarily happy with the direction that the team is going. You don't do it necessarily because you're happy with you know how your season's going to end, but you do it because you support the club. You do it because you want us no, to look exactly. good. Um, I think you should absolutely get season seats if you're a regular Galaxy fan, because this is what we're tallied by. With that said, timing. Yeah, it's just, just come on. Time. Just wait. Can't you just wait till that Monday? Yeah. Um, with that said, to segue out, um, as far as the presidency, um, having having served my time as Lars president, 
Um, our good buddy Scott or Andrick has uh, has has been doing his duty as Lars president lately and doing a phenomenal job over the last two years. Uh, oh, definitely, most definitely. We're coming up on uh, Riot Squad elections for the supporters group. Yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm trying to pull it up right now. Oh fuck, I'll keep vamping. So another reason I don't like Robbie Keane. <laughs> <laughs> no, give me a second. No, no if you need a second, it. if you need you need me to vamp, I can I can come up with a topic to vamp on. No, I got it, bitch. I mean, I can I got this. Sean, hey, yo, bitch. Sean Stefan. Hey yo, bitch. Just I got it, bitch. Tick. Oh sorry, okay. Hey yo, bitch. I got it, bitch. Yeah, well, uh, Ed's got it. Please cut this out. I know you're not going to. Uh, you should. <laughs> this is this is pretty awful because what I would like to do instead is yell about Sean fucking. No, you've done that. His stupid you fucking, did that uh, I'll smack four that, or five times already. I'll smack God him in damn. his mouth. Telling me that I plagiarized a, a basic concept. A basic concept of years. Congratulations. You thought about it last week when I still had hope that we would do more than we're fucking doing now. But you're I didn't so, and I apologize. You're so angry. I, I like it. Yeah, you know. You're so fiery. <sighs> <laughs> I'm so depressed with this team. All right, so um yeah, with Lars uh every year we have uh new elections for the executive and chair members like uh you know, your presidents, your vice presidents, your treasuries, uh you know, TFOs, your uh events, you have your tailgate chair members. You sound like you're um, from Jersey. We Yo. got, you got your presidents, you got your, your presidents, you got your treasuries, you got you your, got your, you got your secretary ladies, your you got whatever, whatever you likes. I got hey, you. hey, 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 secretaries can be men too, right? That's true. Sorry, I, I didn't I didn't mean to offend anyone except Sean <sighs> Stefan, who accused me of stealing his goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was it. Last one. I'm I'm so triggered. Trigger. Um, so if you if if you go on our reps our website our website. LARYSquad.org. Um, you'll see you can get a full rundown of all the uh the committee and chair member titles and job duties and all that stuff. Um you have to fill out a little application if you go all the way to the bottom of the same page. Um you just, you know, say what position you want to run as. Here's the guidelines though, because there are rules. You can't just be, you know, John Doe from off the street to become one of our chair members. That's just not how that works. I would wonder okay? why John Doe is listening to this podcast. You, you never know. He might be like a secret agent who got his mind, you know, erased. And he's like, I got to get it back by listening to podcasts, is <laughs> random it, is that the, obscure podcasts. Is that the plot for, for total recall? No, it really sounds like the plot to total recall. The guy loses his memory and goes into this like whole, Anyway, we'll get into it later. You're total recall. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, election. So Scott's gonna. If yell. you want to help, if you want to help make Ellie Riot Scott have an amazing 2017, are you the type of person that can get things done and motivate others to join the fun? Sign up now to run for a Lars slash 138 SE executive or chairperson. Here's how. You can re obviously review the description of each position below. Select the position you want to run for and hit the big I want to run link on our page, otherwisequad.org. Uh, you fill out your information and then tell everyone why they should vote for you. Uh, you have until Friday, October 21st to apply for any of the positions. Um, we will introduce the candidates at the 
uh, last tailgate of the season, which is October 23rd. And then uh, the voting will commence online. <coughs> Excuse me. Here's the pretty much the one guideline. Well, pretty much it is the only one guideline. You have to be a member of the 138SC um, nonprofit so that the $30 you spent, the, you know, the, I think, what was it? Well, you can pay for that anytime, but for the, <clears throat> for the nonprofit, that's the only condition you have to have in order to run for one of the positions. So here's the positions. Ready for this, Chris? 100%, See, this is where, sir. This is, this is where you should have went to go get your beer because you're not saying the shit, so. Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking. It's the one time I don't interrupt you. I know. You usually just, you know, spew your bullshit and don't let me talk at all. Yo, Ed. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. All right. I'll keep reading. Please. So here are the chair, the chair positions. You have, obviously, the president, which, you know, basically just oversees everything. Uh, you coordinate everyone's positions and job titles and make sure everyone's doing their shit. Um, you have the vice president who works under the president. You have the secretary who uh, takes part of the executive committee and then they record all the minutes and all the meetings uh, and just, you know, general um, aid to anybody who needs it. The treasurer, um, that's the person who keeps track of all the money uh, that's deposited and received to the organization. You keep all the financial records, uh, receive vouchers and make appropriate payments, prepare monthly financial reports. That one is a specialized job, so if you do have experience in accounting, it's probably a plus. You have the digital service chairs. That's the person who runs all the digital media, who runs the social aspect of everything, the website, all that. You have our philanthropy chair. Philanthropy chair. That's the person who assists uh, the committee in maintaining the 501c7 status. Uh, you help create uh, limited nonprofit programs, the 501c3s, uh, to bring soccer-related community outreach programs, including but not limited to adult soccer tournaments in Southern California. I just felt like hearing it, man. I'm sorry. Let me finish. I'm almost done. Right, sorry, I'm almost Dick. done. Sorry, sorry. I'm almost done. I'm the dick. You're the dick. Making me cry and shit over here. All right. All right. Stop. All right. Turn it off. You're frustrating me now. I think we're. I'm going to smack you. We're going to get sued. I know. That's why you need to stop playing because this episode won't go up. It'll take it down. Um, and then we have the membership chair, which is the position requires an outgoing personality. With ability to engage new members and non-members to sign up and join 138SC. So if you're, uh, if you're an open personality kind of... Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, if, if you're, you're outgoing... You know, this is a great way for you to meet people. If you're already looking... If you're one of the people who say, you know, well, I tried to join uh, any supporters group, really, and I felt like an outsider. I felt like, you know, I wasn't welcomed in. This would be a, a great way to to make sure no one else ever feels that way. One, we exactly. used to have our guy, uh, uh, Elmon, Uncle Vic, was our, 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 our chair in this specific position. And he always made sure any new person that came in felt extremely welcome. So if, if that sounds like you, if you're, if you're a big welcoming kind of person, if you want to make sure no one ever feels like an outsider in a new group, 
this is something to inquire for sure. That's definitely the job you want to get. It's, this is requires someone who's going to go up to others who they don't know. I'm like, Hey, you know, how are you doing? This is the first, is this your first game? Are you sitting with us? Where are you sitting? Do you want a beer? Do you have something to drink? We have something to eat. You got to be that person who's going to go up to total strangers and strike up conversations. If you could do that, then this is the, the chair that you probably want to run for. We also have uh, viewing parties and events chair. That's the person who books all the uh, away uh, viewing parties that, uh, excuse me, viewing, uh, little books, all the viewing this. parties. I suck at this. I'm just trying to read off the fucking website. And you I'm know illiterate. these. All you need is the title. What is a viewing party? So there's a viewing party chair. This is this is fucking you suck at it. so boring. Suck Stop talking. Bitch. The viewing party You're boring. Hey, bitch, you, you wanted me to do this? I'm doing this. Hey, you're doing, viewing parties. Hey, Ed, you're doing a you, great job. You set up the viewing parties. Tailgate. This is the tailgate <laughs> person who helps the tailgates. Tailgate makes sure that they get, you know, we get our section early uh, for pregame. Uh, comes if you've up been with to the games, if you've fucker, been to the games, you've seen off, the... Eh? Comes up with you... the... Mother bitch. Comes up with... Uh, with, with <laughs> comes up with some great pregame ideas. Uh, I think Joaquin did uh, Ultimate Beer Pong. Which, if you Amazing. haven't played yet, you should definitely come by a pregame and check it out. Um, we did. Uh, we what was it called? What's the game where the the guys are playing soccer and they got the thing through their arm? They have the thing through their body, the stick. The fuck are you talking about? The, the game, the game with the board. Uh, uh, shit, it's gonna fucking bother me. Anyway, um, but the you the dumb, guy, you dumb asshole. <laughs> the 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 uh, pregame chair. I don't know what I'm talking about. Tailgate. Tailgate. Thank you. The tailgate chair uh, uh, shows up early, makes sure we get our spot, gets set up, gets to come up with a bunch of creative ideas uh, for, for new ways of enjoying the pregame picnication. Um, so if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, uh, inquire, check it out, get voted for it, and, uh, you know, rock it out. So that's the tailgate chair. Then we have the design and production service chair, which is the person who designs all the merchandise designs the tifo uh designs flags designs anything that we need to get done that needs to have a design that's your position and then you also will be entitled in um pro producing all these items that you know you're designing those so you have you and obviously you can have people who can help you you're not just doing the job all by yourself um but you will be um, your duties will include merchandising. It will include, uh, say, if there's any uh, flyers that may need to go up for our social medias. You're gonna gonna come. You're gonna design that. Um, what else is there for that? That's basically it's it. Basically that. that one, yeah. Yeah. So if you have uh, great skill in in you know digital art, then that's probably the position you want to. Well, we don't need to read. We don't need to read the book on this. Like, you know, give them the jobs, give them a brief explanation, and if if they're interested enough to go run for it, they'll probably check it out. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're at fucking hour fifteen. You and I sitting in the same room. We can't go further than so. An hour the last position. Saying. The last position. Ooh, don't you talk over me, you, boy. If you dare try to run against Andrew. Ooh. Is the Capo in stadium chair? Uh, That's the person who leads, uh, who's going to be taken over as the Capo and going to. You're the person who runs the Capo. You're the person who will get the drummers together, 
Um, any in-stadium uh, TIFO that we're doing, you're the one who's going to coordinate that. So basically anything that's in-stadium that deals with capo, drumming, and TIFO, that's your position. And I don't know if Andrew's running because I don't want to speak for him, but he's probably going to run. So good luck in defeating him on that job. Yeah. Well, you never know. Yeah. Maybe maybe, maybe we get close to the elections and he says something uh, uh, racially insensitive about Filipinos and loses the, the race. How awesome would that be? Or he like goes on like a tirade against like Ukrainians. Yes. <laughs> what gets anyways, assassinated? Yeah. Anyways, so you know, I I sped through these a little bit, but you can go to lariotsquad.org. You can find the, the the tab that'll send you to all the the positions. You can read them over. Um, and you know, and it's I've I've been doing, you know, one or the other, you know, one or two things Fucking forever. With, forever. So it's it's really enjoyable. At times, it's very frustrating, but that's volunteer work, man. You know, like it's you're you're volunteering your time, and you're not getting paid. So I understand where it may get rough at times, but it's it's really enjoyable. It's you meet a lot of the the new people in Lars and the old people in Lars, and it's just a way to get involved to to make the in stadium and and well, I mean, all around Lars, you know, better. I mean, could you say it's a way to make Lars great again? No, I could say that. I won't, <laughs> and I will say it. Hey, all right, fuck you. So ladies. let's make let's make Lars great again. There you go. Let's get, you know, get your asses up and and help and volunteer. All right. And even if you even if you don't want to run, you can still find the people who will run and help out. And help out. Yeah, that's a big part of it too. Uh, really. So, oh, sorry. Go ahead. So like I, I like I said, you could just go to LARiotSquad.org and you can find out you know, more information and you can read about the different positions there. We did inquire about the Lars player of the year. Uh, information on that is forthcoming. Uh, voting should start very soon and the award will be given out as usual at the last home game of the season. So um, we should follow various uh, Lars social media and we'll have some information for voting uh, pretty soon. Yeah. So again, you can follow Lars, you know, on Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram and the information will be on all those various social media sites. Yeah. Also, um, I think we're, also oh, visit, right. uh, uh, LA And now apparently you can visit LARiotSquad.org backslash riot squadcast and it will dump, uh, basically it's the portal that all of our, uh, random shit will be at. So ooh, ooh. Cool, baby, um, galaxy birthdays. Since the last time we recorded, uh, we had Jaime Pinedo on the 26th of September. Ooh. Yeah. Ariel Lassiter and Jorge Salcido on the 27th. Uh, Big Dan Keat on the 28th. Uh, Charlie Rugg and Diego Serna on the 2nd. And we're all good on birthdays until the 6th. Dan Keat, I love uh, I love when we get the responses from the players. Yeah, he enjoyed And they're it. all, yeah, they're all like, oh, you know, I, I love my time with you guys. You guys are great. Blah, blah, blah. Right. And it gets me a little... A little bit, a little, of, a little bit uh, of back and satisfaction boner. Yeah, Keith seemed to enjoy it. the New Zealand uh, Football Federation retweeted it, which I thought was really funny. That is funny. All right, let's get it. Well, we we probably we probably have as many followers as the New Zealand Football Federation. I don't remember how many they had, but I know that it was a number that was surprising. So, if you need something oh. to do this week, look up and see how many uh, followers the New Zealand Football Federation has, because the Galaxy sure as fuck ain't doing goddamn anything this week. <laughs> All right, I think that's enough of our. And, anger and motherfucking Sean Stefan. 
right. Uh, you can find me at Ed the Zombie on Twitter. Hey, uh, you can find me at zero cool one three eight. And then you can always hit us up at Riot Squadcast on Twitter. If you want to send us an email, it is riotsquadcast at gmail dot com. Um, I literally we've had this email open for a month now, and we've literally got no emails. Oh, I just saw. I meant to check the the Twitter. Uh, I asked earlier, like, what should we talk about? And I can do this uh, very, very quickly. Your your ideal um, galaxy offseason moves. Steven Gerrard leaves my team. Robbie Keane leaves my team. Uh, Jeff Lorenowitz leaves. Bajo Siddick leaves. Um, Alan Gordon stays forever. AJ De La Garza stays forever. Uh, think, can we just re- can we just replace the team with like puppies? I mean, that would seem like more enjoyable, right? Like you'd be like, oh, how cute. That'd be, that, there's a there's a cocker spaniel playing center midfield. That would be amazing, and we'd probably give up as many goals. So, and we we'd leak them. We'd be we'd be better than San Jose though. So that'd be cool. if we had puppies, we might do better on set pieces. That's it. We'd still be better than like the Chicago's and San Jose's little MLS. I feel like they've won more recently than we have. But uh, I gotta get out of here, bud. <laughs> All right, man. Be well. Be well. Peace. Peace. I hurt myself. Today to see if I still feel I focused.